0: Hello. Welcome to our program. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Maciel Davila-Ferrer. And we continue this, uh, what I think is a wonderful
1: series (laughs) on trusting
0: God's way into the promised land. We are on program number
1: nine. And today we have a question to start. Do you still believe in miracles? Do you think miracles are real? I do. I believe in them. I don't know that I always have the miracle vision on that I catch them because I think they can be very big and very small. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we
0: call it coincidences. Yes. And then we call it all the things and actually miracles of God, right? God is weaving himself into our lives, into the lives of others. Yes. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I can imagine Joshua, you know, having now two great victories yes. into the promised land. Jericho. And, and a little
1: bit of defeat and in, in between. Uh, in
0: between because, you know, there was sin in the camp. Yes. And God said, you got to take out yes. the sin before I can continue to bless you. Just reaffirming those lessons. Exactly. Now he's going to be deceived, Hmm. And it's a tough thing to be deceived. Yes. You know, yes. because uh, I don't know if you have been, I have been, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you're given it your best shot and somebody deceives you and then you find out later, oh, wow, it was not true. Yeah. But you have given your word and you're not going to stick with it. You know, yes, this is what yes. is going to happen to Joshua. Because they give you a night. These are people that were in a great city. They start getting afraid because of all the victories Joshua is having. They do.
1: And it, it almost seems like they're put in a—with in a, with their backs to the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're scared. So, yeah. they, they make this decision. Yes, they, and it's proving how big and how amazing the reputation now that yeah. the nation of Israel has. Yeah.
0: So, after the victory uh, uh, in chapter 8 of Joshua, where Joshua takes over Ai, this, this, this city— then these people, the Gibeonites, decide to get crafty.
1: Yes, there's a <laughs> little disguise uh, yeah, disguise,
0: And they deceived Joshua yes. and the people. And again, they seem to forget. Um, they don't seem to. Actually, the Bible says on chapter 9, verse 14, that the people of Israel forgot to ask counsel of god <laughs> I, I wonder if we do yeah. the same thing you yes. know just
1: applying it to my personal life am i thinking like am i asking god too many questions yeah, am i yeah, counting yeah, on yeah. him too much yeah. i don't think that we can burden him
0: no no we can't and he he's interested in the smallest things so Absolutely. these people arrive and they look like they have come from far away i wonder if they rehearsed before absolutely look, because look more haggard yeah, look, yeah, look dirtier yeah. <laughs> he says that they got this you know Chabby clothes yes, and, yeah. and their and their bread was moldy. They practiced their stories. Yes, and actually they were right na- neighbors. Yes, to, right, right there, right. But they looked like they come from a far country. And
1: imagine what that must have made them feel like. Oh, yeah. they, oh look how far our name has yeah, spread. How, exactly, how fearful they And are. if you
0: read chapter nine of Joshua, you see that. Um, it, uh, it says that Israel said, Oh, wow, they look like they have come from afar. And they're like, Please make a covenant with us. We heard of, of your ge- uh, great God. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, How do we know that you're not, not a neighbor, that you're not in our land, and we make a covenant, then we can't conquer you? Right
1: there, right there. <laughs> they could have checked in. Wait a minute. That's yeah, a good yeah, yeah. question to take to God. Yeah, how
0: do we know? Oh, well, well, let's ask God. Yeah. <laughs> but they forget to ask God, yes. like most of us do. Get over, over time. And they make a covenant with these people, and then they find out that they are right next to them. Very
1: words ended up being prophetic. That's yes. exactly what had happened.
0: That's exactly what happened. They made a covenant uh, on verse fifteen of Joshua nine. It says that Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to let them live. And the leaders of the congregation swore an oath to them. And of course, yes. your word was very important Absolutely. at that time. Then they realize right away that they're right next to it them. It unravels
1: so quickly. Yes. I snap my fingers. Too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and so uh, they actually go back and say, why did you deceive us? And they say, well, because we're afraid of you. Everybody's afraid <laughs> of you. You know, <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Why are you asking us? Yes. And so then Joshua says, fine, because we gave you our word, we're going to let you live.
1: Yes, but, but they're not going to get off the hook entirely. Yeah,
0: no, you're going to become our servants. Yes. You're going to carry our wood and our water, you know. And so they were fine. They said, whatever mm-hmm. you say, as long as you don't kill us and, you know, keep your covenant. To exactly. Right. But what Joshua didn't know is that soon they were going to have to stand by these new partners that they had in the promised because land. Because there's things that are happening in the kingdom now. Yes. And there is a, there is a king Actually, mm-hmm. it's the king of Jerusalem in chapter 10 of Joshua, verse 1.
1: And his, an interesting uh-uh, thing, this is the first time that Jerusalem is mentioned. It's
0: the first time that city of Jerusalem with a full name mm-hmm. is mentioned in the Bible. It's in Joshua chapter 10, verse 1. And the king is Adoni Sedek. And it's interesting because it sounds like another king from the same area before, Melchizedek. Uh, sedek is, is like, this in in this case, Adonis Sedek is Lord of Righteousness or my Lord is Righteousness. Mm. Melchizedek is uh, the king is righteous, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which is an important name because Jesus will be uh, in the order of Melchizedek as a priest. But anyways, Adonis, Zedek says, okay, we got to do something. And it's the first alliance yes. in Canaan yes. against Israel. He
1: starts to move the political uh, arena. He starts to get alliances going with five kings, right? It's five kings. And they're the king of Jerusalem himself, mm-hmm. Hebron,
0: Yarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon. Mm-hmm. So they all get together. And you can read this on chapter 10 verses 3 to 6, they all get together and they decide to fight against the Gibeonites who had made this covenant. They said, why did you make this covenant with Israel? What's wrong with you? Uh, you, Mm -hmm. We should be 6 We'd be unstoppable if we had all
1: worked together. And it
0: says that they did it out of fear. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to read chapter 10 of Joshua verse 2? When they realized that the, the Gibeonites had made peace, how they felt,
1: these kings, verse 2. He and his people were very much alarmed at this because Gibeon was an important city, like one of the royal cities. It was larger than I, and all of its men were good fighters. Yeah,
0: so they said, if, if you know, uh, I is mentioned because Joshua had defeated I, yes. right? Yeah. So they said, if this Gibeonites, having such a big city and such mighty warriors, went and deceived the Israelites yes. to get a covenant, we have to be afraid
1: because these, these are big people and they decided that they were not strong enough. Absolutely. And imagine that even highlights the fear that the Gibeonites must have been feeling yes. because if they had if they were known for war, exactly. they didn't and even they want still to try to make peace. Yes. And so they they came
0: to make war against uh the Gibeonites. And then the Gibeonites said, Hey Joshua, remember we have a covenant <laughs> and you're supposed to help us. And so they they camped by Gibeon and uh go ahead and read verse six
1: uh, how they called Joshua on into this. The Gibeonites then sent word to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal. Do not abandon your servants. Come up to us and quickly save us. Help us because all the Amorite kings from the hill country have joined forces against us. Now they're happy to be called their <laughs> servants. Yes, it's like, please, please, please yes, come yes. and help us. You need your water and wood. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and even though uh, they had come into the covenant by a deceit, Joshua stood by the word. Yes. Right. And,
1: and because I think maybe Joshua is really starting to get an idea of the importance of the covenant, of any covenant. Because he's in a covenant relationship he, with, with God. God. And
0: now he's keeping his own covenant. Yes. And uh, it's interesting because uh, where Joshua was um, in Gilgal is about 35 kilometers from Gibeon. Mm. And they the whole night, they, they go with the army. They walk the whole night. And they arrive the next morning. And uh, they take the whole camp by
1: surprise, right? That is a good walk. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. A, almost a marathon. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's interesting because... Um, Uh, The Lord... Uh, was giving now instructions again to Joshua yes so it it looks like sometimes Joshua would remember to
1: ask and a few times he forgot to ask (laughs) every time he (laughs) asks it ends out well so he yes exactly how about us every time we ask even if we don't get answers at least we've taken it up with God we have acknowledged
0: the Lord in our plans. yes exactly and he directs our way right Uh, like Proverbs says and then
1: we can let go of that anxiety (laughs) of that worry and that that, which
0: all of us need to learn oh absolutely
1: amen he's like we'll meet a group after
0: (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 10, verse 8, the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear, because it seemed like... Uh, you know, he always wanted to make sure that the God was with them because they had already defeats when he wasn't with them. Right.
1: Do not fear. Go ahead. And fear is our, is kind of our, our standard. Like that's what we always go to. And it paralyzes us. Absolutely. Do not fear them for I have given them
0: into your hand. Again, that, that prophetic past I have given them, but it hasn't happened yet. Right. But it's assured. And not one of them shall stand before you. And so Joshua shows up and suddenly, this is the Hebrew. Uh, uh, they were confounded by uh, the Lord, and the people were not only surprised but super confused. They came out of nowhere as like, if. Yeah, and and they, you know, they had a, a great conquering
1: moment of all five uh, kings will end up being killed after this. So what would have made them stronger ended up being what made them weaker, mm-hmm. is trying to control things. Yeah. The, these these five kings, but they these were no kings. match for yeah. God, for the covenant God. You know,
0: there's something in this one that helps me a lot. Um You know, the alternation in the narrative between the miracles that God is doing and how he says to the people, go, 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 do this because I have given them to you. God doesn't
1: use the regular tools that we use. He throws them into confusion. He hurls large hailstones. He (laughs) caused the sun to stand still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and that I
0: think is important— I need to learn this one lesson, mm-hmm. not to measure the day's difficulties by my own ability. Because when I have things that are way over my head, mm-hmm. the, the, the first thing that I might do is say, okay, what can I do about this? But the difficulties are way too big for me. Yes, But my God is bigger than the difficulties. And in this particular battle, God will send hail. Mm-hmm. And it says here that, um, verse 11, it says that those who die from the hailstones,
1: Uh, were more than the ones that Israel could have possibly killed by the sword. It is evident that God's hand is here because what's possible is possible only through
0: God. Yes, and, and some of the boldness of Joshua to ask <laughs> for things. You know, yes. he realizes that the day is gonna not going to be enough to finish what the Lord has given to
1: him to do. Imagine, he didn't ask for counsel before, but now he asks a very big, <laughs> big request, thing. a big miracle. I
0: was reading something actually this morning that said that it says, I know we always have to ask. If it's your will, yes. But do we ever do it boldly? Could 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 Joshua has said, okay, sand stand still if it's God's will. Well, the fact is, God had already told him that he had to do this, and yes. all he was asking is for more time to do yes, it. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know how
1: many times I prayed for that during final exams. Yeah, more time, <laughs> please. Yes, yes.
0: And so uh, Joshua makes this bold statement on verse twelve: Sun stand still at Gibeon, moon in the valley of Ahalon, and And the sun did stay still and the moon stopped. And there is a very interesting comment here on verse 14. Go ahead and read it. Chapter 10 of Joshua, verse 14.
1: There was never been a day like it before or since, a day when the Lord listened to a man. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. Yeah, absolutely. So we have this this going back and forth. The miracles
0: are God's part, and Joshua just needs to do what God is telling him to do. So Joshua fell on them suddenly, and God caused the panic. Israel defeated, and God sent the large stones Joshua prayed and the sand stood still still. I mean these are miraculous things that God is doing imagine
1: that two things are being said here that's so interesting there's never been a day like this before the Mm, the Israelites are in a new land they're doing a new thing and God listens Listens. yes and surely he was fighting for Israel and surely he's fighting for us today by the way he always listens yes and that's an important
0: thing to remember too sometimes he listens too well that
1: we'd like to hear
0: him (laughs) (laughs) that's right and so you know, it's interesting because even for our salvation, when we see something that looks impossible, mm-hmm. um, you know, we say, well, how is this going to happen? We have to remember that our salvation is a miraculous thing, yes. right? Yes. God sent His Son. His Son died. He died for our sins. He bought our salvation. Yes. And then He resurrected. And all of that assures us of the victory. And it's, there's nothing— normal about it. No, <laughs> There's nothing. No. Is Everything was unexpected. Yes. There's nothing that we can say, oh, yeah, I, I could have done that. No,
1: <laughs> we couldn't. Is All that, we're standing is that if we imagine our mountain of sin, it's overwhelming. It's too much. Yeah,
0: it's too much. And that God says, exactly. Yeah. You know, now, now you know, I am the only one that can do this yes, for you. And I
1: will do this for you. And I
0: have done it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> done
1: and done. That's right. <laughs> and
0: I want to also tell you for your daily lives, if you are uh, you know, the the evil forces cannot prevail against you when God is with you. As a matter of fact, I want to bring uh, Romans chapter 8. He who did not spare his son, but delivered him over to us all, won't he with him give us all things? What then shall we say? If God is for us, who can be against us? So trust that no matter what you're facing, God is enough for you.
1: Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights
0: and resources, connect with us at jesus101.tv. That's
1: jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash jesus101institute. And follow us on Twitter at jesus101media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!